welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. Today, I'm going to uh, share some ideas, some quotes, some music on the topic of emotional reset. Emotional reset. We know that notion of reset. We reset our phones, we reset our computers, but how do we reset ourselves? Sometimes we find ourselves in a depressive or an anxiety funk. How do we reset in those situations? So I want to uh, share some reflections on that and a little, a little story about my emotional reset and basically some of the insights I had, which revolve around asking the rational mind to do too much emotional resetting and, and really forgetting that emotional reset seems to happen best on a physical, on an emotional level. So I want to begin with a little story. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, I was dealing with a little bit of a, I would call it a depressive funk, three or four days of just feeling kind of, kind of down. And I was throwing a lot of intellectual energy and study of philosophy and just a lot of thinking. I was trying to like think my way out of this emotional depression and I couldn't do it. And it was almost my failures to bring ideas together in a way were frustrating me even more. I was just in, I call it a depressive funk, but it was almost more of an anxiety mindset, you know, just kind of trying to fix things and making them worse and just spiraling into just sort of an overstimulated, strung out emotional state, which I perceive anxiety to feel like from time to time. So I was just trying to get out of it and, and break out of it. And I, I'd spo- I spoke with my mom. You know, I think it's good to reach out to friends and family when you're in these places and just get some of that level of emotional comfort. And my mom said, you know what you should do? Take a bus to a neighboring town and just walk back. And I thought this was just the most outstanding advice. Now, I didn't do it, fortunately. That might be a better story. I didn't have quite as much time, but I just wanted to mention it because I'm going to do it sometime and report back. And... um, There was something just very simple about this. I think it's about getting the body moving. Move your body. I think our family is a big family of walkers and distance athletes. And we just, you're thinking too much, just just go move until it's gone, you know. I've done a lot of night walking. So with that wonderful advice, I said, you know what, I gotta I gotta jump on my bike and bike hard and bike a good workout in and just try to try to try to re- emotional reset. We don't talk about that enough. Emotional reset. I jump on my mountain bike and head out the the Black Diamond Trail. And I head out and it's like probably like nine miles out, nine miles back, not too bad, on some nice cinder, cinder narrow trail that that cuts through some forest and some countryside and it can just take you to a bit of a different dimension so you're getting the physical exercise and you're getting just a change of scenery getting out of the downtown and just being around nature so a lot of positive things happening and then I you know in this kind of state I decide to push myself really hard I don't know pushing myself really hard and I just feel like that's gonna enable a reset as much as anything and when you bike this bike uh, route, it's the first half of it is, mo- is pretty much slightly uphill, and the second half of it is slightly downhill. So you can get a really good workout on the way out. 
So I'm biking and biking, and I'm still three or four miles in. I'm just, I mean, I'm pumping my legs hard. I'm, I'm giving myself a real good workout, and I still just feel miserable. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I try not to listen to the words, but the feeling of just, just a miserable feeling like everything is broken and everything is hopeless. You know those kind of moments where things just go kind of dark. And I was still there, and I was just, no, just keep pumping your legs. Just don't think. Just push, push. Trying to transform my thoughts into just energy. Just take the energy of anxiety and just transform it into a good bike ride. So I got, I got to the halfway point, about nine miles from my home. And there I pause out and, and have a snack and have some water and have some quiet time on this little, little footbridge. And this footbridge is over about a hundred foot drop into this gorge below. And this gorge is Tacanic Creek, which flows over Tacanic Falls a little bit downstream. And Tacanic Falls, if you've ever been to this place close to Ithaca, it is it's like a natural cathedral. When you walk in this gorge, it's very narrow and steep and dark, and, and it just has a very unique feel to it and when you get and you walk about half mile in from the lake up this well you walk flat uh, up this river riverbed and you get to Tacanic Falls and Tacanic Falls is the tallest waterfall east of the Mississippi and it is the movement of water is so close to something something that calms us something divine or something natural it's close it's the source if blood runs through our bodies and that's the source of our day-to-day life pumping ebb and flows the flow of water is is the blood of the earth so to be at this waterfall is, is quite powerful but i'm upstream at this point but that spirit of that waterfall is still with me and i just take 20 minutes to just be calm and after that hard hard 40-minute ride, 45-minute ride, where I I really push myself. And now I'm sitting there and I'm just watching the trees and just watching some birds and being with the clouds and looking at the river down below. I just start to come back. Just kind of come back to an emotional reset. Come back to something that feels more normal. All the perceptions of my negative lens where I'm seeing a lot of darkness or brokenness just kind of fades and I'm just back to, hey, it's gonna be okay. You're good. You got a lot of good things going on. Life's okay. You know, life's full of challenges, but life's okay. And that's what we need. So let me take a break for a minute. Now let's read these quotes. I found three nice quotes on the topic that I wanted to share with you. Some little meditations and quotes, I mean, quotes are words. I'm talking in words. So the rational mind, the intellectual, our intellectual capacities are very fruitful and helpful. But I think we should not view them as the end-all, be-all. And when our main form of therapy is very rational, working through things rationally with a therapist, this is really important. This helps cognitive framing. This helps us understand ourselves, our emotion, our culture. But it does not necessarily provide emotional reset. So there's different types of therapeutic actions for different types of situations. And I think we should all have a plan of, of, 
of you know a therapeutic reset, an emotional reset. So I encourage you to think about it, but think of, and, and think about how you already do this, and if not, how you can add elements of emotional reset into your life. And the next time you might be struggling with being overwhelmed with emotions, if you could remind yourself, emotional reset, where can I seek that out? How can I get in my physical body? Singing, humming, exercise, prayer, meditation, deep breathing. So when we think about emotional reset, let's think about physical reset. Okay, so here's a few quotes. This is from Dale Carnegie, famous author, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He says, when dealing with people, remember you are not dealing with creatures of logic, but with creatures of emotion. When dealing with people, remember you are not dealing with creatures of logic, but creatures of emotion. And now here's one from Vincent van Gogh, the Dutch painter. Let us not forget that the little emotions are the great captains of our lives. And we obey them without realizing it. Ooh, a nice phraseology. Let us not forget that the little, little emotions are the great captains of our lives. And we obey them without realizing it. Vincent van Gogh. And now the movie critic, Roger Ebert. Your intellect may be confused, but your emotions will never lie to you. Your intellect may be confused, but your emotions will never lie to you. We are emotional creatures. Emotional creatures on a foundational level before we are intellectual creatures. Our intellect is built upon our emotions and often biased by our emotions. So when we're in emotional funk, let's remember that we are emotional creatures and try to address it on that level. Try not to just think our way through everything. Think our way through. Get sublingual. One thing I also recommend and, and I enjoy is tuning into some classical music. I'd like to play for you about a minute or so of Strauss's Anen Polka. And this came out in... 1852, and it debuted in Vienna at St. Anne's, uh, St. Anne's Day, which is July 26, 1852. And Strauss, the Austrian, was 27 years old at the time. So you had this 27-year-old composer, and uh, very popular at the time. And here is a beautiful, uplifting polka to listen to. So I encourage you to. Allow the intellectual, the rational mind to rest and allow to just feel the music. No, no words for distraction. Just feel the music. Let your emotions experience this landscape of a song. Here we go.
Ah, very nice. Very nice. Thank you, Strauss. I wish you well. Stay hydrated. Get your exercise. Think of your body. Think of your spirit. Think of your emotions. And uh, let's just keep living and learning. Bye-bye.